Bar. Jessica's going to be so bad again. Hello. Hello. It's Danny. And Harold. And this is the 2x2 two two podcast brought to you by Burlington Baptist Church and CrossFit Northern Kentucky. Our friends over at CrossFit Northern Kentucky. Still going strong over there? Yes. Yes. Um, I talked to Andrew I this mean, week. I mean, if you don't quit working out, Danny, you're not going to fit in that shirt. <laughs> you know what? Hey, so on that note, Tina and I said that we, we have a combi- combination, um, a combination goal this year. We're going to eat cleaner. We are taking, every time we don't eat out, again, she works late a lot of times, like, you know, Tuesday night, I'll come home from church pretty late and she's, she's still working or whatever. Um, we are, every night we don't eat out, we're going to put $40 into a little space in our safe. And then that's going to be our, um, vacation slash hunting trip slash fishing trip fund. Cool. Probably other stuff too, but, um, we we're spending a lot of money going out to eat. Yeah. So she, you, and it's ridiculous, yeah. but, um, but it is easy. You just call them and they bring it to you, especially now with everybody's door dashing and giving you the deals on DoorDash. But every time you do it, it's 35 bucks, you know, by the time you tip the DoorDash driver or whatever. Yeah. I figured we could probably put that money to better use. Maybe we'll yeah. have enough money to put down in this building. I stress ate some chocolate because of the- Today? Yeah. Yeah. Because of the building stuff and the finance stuff. But uh, I, I just ate some chocolate. <sighs> But it wasn't a ton of chocolate, it was a little okay. bit. But yeah, like okay. a candy bar's worth, probably. Okay. Okay. King size candy bar's worth. So I bet Tina didn't, but No, she 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 can't. She look at them. She probably does what she says she's gonna do. Well yeah, man, I wanted to do that too, but geez, that was hurtful. <clears throat> but I'm uh, sorry, man. yeah, so uh I had been louder than you, so I tried to fix that today, so we'll see how that goes. Jen, uh Jessica said that You're louder than I, me. Yeah, gen- generally I'm a little bit louder, she said, and I need to speak slower. Sounds like my mom. Now. She didn't say that to me, so I, I guess I'm good to go. Yeah, your well, your volume's okay, but my, for some reason mine uh, was louder. But you're louder on the you're louder on the readout over here. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of a mystery. We might have to talk to our sponsors about that. Oh, that's not the one. There it is. It's kind, hey. it's kind of a mystery. It's kind of a mystery. <laughs> Well, you want to pray us in, then we'll talk about your sermon yeah. and some other stuff. And all Lord, thank you. You are so good. We love you. Thank you that we can uh, just take a few minutes each week and open your word and talk about it a little bit. And thank you for your spirit that helps us. And uh, we, we love you because you first loved us. And uh, we want to be uh, those who thirst for you. And uh, so bless this time, Lord, and uh, use it for your good, for our good. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we're Psalm sixty three, and you, yeah, like when you are off camera because when you emphasize the first part of of this, when you say, uh, "God, you are my God," earnestly I seek you, my soul thirsts for you in a dry and weary land where there is no. David just really had a heart for God, and uh, yeah. it comes out sometimes. Uh, he mm-hmm. had issues like anybody else, but uh, you know, David and and Moses. Moses said, "Show me your glory." I mean, yeah. he he already got to see the burning bush and. And he already got some other, sp- but uh, he wanted more of God, and David did too. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of times in his Psalms, he's just, he wants more of God and praises God, even in the midst of, you know, we talked about some of the things that David had gone through. We forget about all those years of running for his life, and right. Saul's I, chasing him. Having the opportunity to, to kill Saul and didn't. Yeah. You know, and I mean, then, he's playing the, the harp for mm-hmm. Saul, and Saul throws his javelin against him several times. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. 
Uh, always an interesting, since we're talking, <laughs> I'm glad they don't have javelins when we're singing. Wow. We might get a couple every, every, <laughs> once, every once in a while thrown up there. But, um, <laughs> singing Owen, Danny. <laughs> but, but um, you know, it was always an interesting thing. So, I mean, you think about David's life, right? And, I, and, and we've talked about this before. When If you're an outsider from Christianity looking in and you don't understand the calling and the anointing that David had, right? Yeah. You can look at the three kings of Israel at that time, Saul, David, and Solomon, and go, there's a lot of similarities between the um, the kind of flow of their kingship, right? Uh, Solomon was wise but got corrupt because he thought he was going to send uh, Judaism to all these other countries when all he did was let that in, and Daniel uh, with Bathsheba and, and all this other David. stuff. And David, David, David. David. <laughs> Daniel, we're doing Daniel and some David, with Bathsheba. And hey, then, leave Daniel out of this. Yeah, Daniel's, Daniel's out of this for now. Um, and then, you know, Saul with, you know, being the people's king and, and the people wanted him king, a very, very handsome guy and all this other stuff and, and made all these bad decisions. But the one thing I look at and think about this is Saul had knowledge that David was going to be king, yeah. right? And nothing, in my opinion, could good could have come of that. And it didn't. You, you know, I mean, ultimately it didn't. You know, it's just one of those things where David's life leading up to that time, I mean, he kills he kills Goliath and, and he gets anointed and he's going to be the next king and Saul knows. Yeah. But, you, you know, David was so good to Saul. Oh, he was. In ministering to him, fighting for him. Yep. You know, he Saul was like, you go kill 100 Philistines, you can have my daughter. Yeah. Because he thought, well, they'll kill him. Right. And he goes and kills yeah. 200 of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and then, you know, and then... And then pride, you know, comes in, and you talked about this in your sermon on on Sunday, where where it's in your saw you killed thousand, David killed ten thousand. You know, he's greater than you, greater than you. Yeah. But you know, um, just his life in general to lead up to this point. But his heart was was so good, and I think that's one of the things. If you just read the story of Daniel being king, and then um, Bathsheba and having her husband put on the front line so that he could get killed, and then uh, going against the prophet, and then saying, you know, who's who, who, it's, and his son ends up getting killed and his son hates him and all, all of these things ultimately even in the end he he seeked god and loved him and um yeah, I, I think that yeah. you know when you read the psalms you go okay it's, yeah. it kind of puts it in perspective a little bit better for you that this guy was you know yeah. and you don't know i well, don't know you might but i don't know when these were written at what point of his life were yeah. they written and yeah, well, there, sometimes I give you a little suggestion there. He's in the wilderness of Judah here and here in Psalm 63, but it could have been when he was running from Saul. Right. It could have been when he's running from Absalom. He's, right. You know, he spent a lot of time on the run. <laughs> and yet he had this big view of God that, right. uh, you know, God's going to take down the giant. God's going to, uh, I'm not going to kill the the anointed because that would be against God. And uh, and so what's what's really neat about think about David is that he so here's a man who's a warrior uh, who can lead the people who can you know fight the Goliaths and yet he's he has such a heart for God that he writes the Psalms right. and uh, some of the Psalms are laments like my enemies are after me and you know he he laments sometimes but but then he has this high view of God that um and my soul thirsts for you my my, my flesh yearns for you I, I want I want God I want more God yeah even in the midst of, like I said, running for his life and his son leading a rebellion, right. I mean that that would be a heavy weight. Your, oh yeah, your son turns against you. Yeah. You're you're running. You're, you've 
left the palace and now your son's in the palace and they're out looking for you to kill you. And yet, man, I want more God. And uh, <clears throat> you think the people with him is probably like, dude, we just want to live. Well, you know, and I think it's something that's interesting is it is, is, and you'll run into some older Christians in my and that I've run into whose whose view is kind of like David's, right? And it's a great one to have. It's the one you probably should have is all the stuff that I'm going through and all the stuff that's going on. God's got a bigger plan for my life. Yeah, and my life might not last another month. Sure, but ultimately, that's my reward is when I get to leave this place. And you, you know, it's I think it's great when you run into people here on Earth. And you kind of go, hey, you know what? Well, wait, God's bigger than me, and He's going to yeah. work this for however He works it, and and I'm going to accept what He does, and doesn't doesn't matter. I just want to get closer to Him. Yeah. Before it's like, man, that's an awesome attitude to have. Yeah. You know? David, David says, be, when I think about your steadfast love, it's better than life. Yeah. And so if 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 I lose my life, I, I still got the love of God. Right. And so it, it is a little bit about living with an eternal perspective. Not that we, not that David wanted to die. But that when he reflected upon the steadfast love of God, God's faithfulness, he holds him in his right hand, just over, David, you know, in the midst of difficult circumstances, was able to kind of call time out and say, hey, let me just think about God for a little bit. And yep. all this other stuff is is not as big as... as well, it's it, trivial, you know, it's trivial in comparison to what, and, that, and I think about, you know, that sometimes is in, Garth Brooks had a song years ago. And this is just kind of how my mind works. Where sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers, right? Yeah. Well, I used to hate that song because I'm like, God answers every prayer. Just sometimes He just says no, yeah, or not right now, you know. And I think that David David's perspective was, I'm gonna I'm gonna get close to you. I'm gonna do your will, and whatever it is right now, yeah, I'm gonna accept that 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 ultimately it's going to either make me stronger or it's going to bring me to you, yeah. And I think that's again that's over overwhelmingly the the best attitude you could possibly have, which is awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So I, I really like this Psalm just because David just wants to meditate upon God mm-hmm. and think about how awesome he is. And I, I mentioned Sonny, we don't, I don't do that enough. I, I mean, especially right now when so much is going on and uh, <clears throat> we have this urge to watch the news and see what's happening and who's doing what. And, and yet, uh, we'd be so much better served to, to just uh, meditate upon the goodness of God, his love, his faithfulness, his, his strength, his power, his glory. Uh, David said, I beheld you in the sanctuary to behold your power and your glory. And of course, David had seen God do some amazing things in yep. his life. Uh, and, and he just, he wanted to just to meditate on those things. Yep. And we've all seen God just be faithful to us and, uh, but, you know, I was reading some Tozer this morning about asking God to, to give us a greater thirst for God. We, I need that. I mean, yep. there's so much in the world that wants to lure you away, and uh, we, we feed off those things sometimes, and our hunger and thirst for God— uh, we don't we don't feed the spirit we feed the flesh and so the flesh becomes stronger sometimes and uh, but Tozer was just talking about we we should have a a thirst for God yep. like Moses yep. who said show me your glory right. give me give me more right uh, man I want to come off the mountain and be glowing because I've seen your I've glory been, yeah I've been in the presence of God it, you know and we there's a song that we have been doing. 
like here recently, we've done it a couple of times, and and that's that nothing else by Cody Carnes, mm-hmm. and that yeah, you know, I think about that song sometimes, and and how often do you go to God or or, or you know, that song's talking particularly about spending time with Jesus, which you, you know is how often do you go with like, hey, I I need this, or I want to think. When do you go and pray and just sit and go? I'm just going to be with you, yeah. And you just, you know, I'm I'm just going to sit here and and just just bask in your glory. I don't. I'm not here for you to bless me. I'm not here for anything else. I just want to be near you. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think we. You know, I don't. Uh, I'm not saying. I'm not speaking for everyone, but for me, I have to. Ca- I have to physically go. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna clear it out. I'm not gonna pray and ask for anything, and I'm not gonna pray and 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 you know anything. I just want. If there's something you need me to do, or just something you want me to to know, I'm just want to be here with you. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty you awesome. Know, count your blessings, name right. them one by one. Man, we sometimes we just have to actually do that mm-hmm. and realize, man, God's been so good to me. Yep. And uh, not not that everything's a bed of roses, but God has been so faithful. And uh, <clears throat> so so I mean I I, I know personally I, I want to have a deeper thirst appetite for god and uh i think the the natural product of that would be we would talk about him more right and uh, i mean we talk about the you know alabama went in the game last night and all those things are cool and mm-hmm. i mean we, we get excited about those things uh but we can find something every day to talk about other than god yeah. sometimes and uh he's the one steady faithful helper he he because you're my helper, I'll rejoice in the shadow of your wings. I'll follow close to you. Your right hand holds on to me. I mean, he, he is the one who's given us life eternal that, that's going to be faithful when everybody else isn't. And, you know, we can have sports teams that let us down and yeah. all kinds of things, but yet God's faithful. Right. And uh, maybe we just don't meditate on him as much right. as we should. Yeah, and I think, you know, you know, like like you were saying is is – the things of this world will let you down. Yeah. Right. No matter what. Yeah. You know, that's why we get so upset. You know, I know that, and I hate to bring this up, but the, the Kentucky basketball team this week's been a, been a sore spot for a lot of people and everything else. And, and I get it. You know, I, I get all that. But ultimately, you know, none of that matters overall. And it's hard to, it's hard to remember that. You know, with Tina and I dealing with this building, it's hard to remember. He's going to have, he's got a plan for this building. Yeah. You know, um, he's got a plan for us. Yeah. And, we'll just have to see what happens. And, and, you know, and then once we kind of realize that and everything, you know, it, it makes a lot more sense, but it's hard. Yeah. You know, yeah. that doesn't make it any easier, especially when you're, yeah, you, you know, when all these things are kind of hitting you, it's kind of hard to sit back and go, yeah, you know, let me, let me spend some time, but you have to kind of get yourself to do it. But like you said, there's something I could talk to somebody about every day. God bless me. And this is how, yeah. and God bless me. This is how, and I probably can't run out of those things to talk about. Yeah. You know, I, Jenny and I was talking about this week. I, I got a couple buddies, Steve and Mark, that are in the hospital with COVID. Yep. And uh, I just said to her, you know, if you're in the hospital with COVID, you, you don't care if Kentucky wins the game. You don't care who's in the White House. You, you don't care about some of the things that we care so much about. Right. You just they're they're not that important if you're trying to yeah. survive. Survive. Sure. But but what Jesus did for you, real important. That makes that a time. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And so uh, you know, we was just talking about. I'm like. You know, the things that, that we're thinking about right now, if you're fighting for your life, they just don't matter. Right. And they shouldn't matter as much. Well, if you have a loved one you can't talk to, it's fighting for their life. Or you, or yeah. you know, somebody you've been separated from, that's, yeah. no, that's, that's important. You know, you, you know, you talk about the things that are important and, and I kind of laugh. We were, you know, it was right after the the election and, 
an older fella came in and you know the guys it's a barber shop so everybody's talking about what's hot in the news and all this other stuff and guy came in and he looked at me and he said you know what <laughs> he said next week i'm gonna wake up i'm gonna go to work and i'm gonna pay my bills and i might pay a little more for gasoline but ultimately it's not really affecting my life too much you know as we go and and and, and i get that so i said you know yeah it's a pretty positive attitude to have you know i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna do my work and i'm gonna be with my family and i'm gonna yeah do what I do, regardless of who's sitting in Washington or what or, or what's going on. Yeah, you know, which is great. But you know, take to take that a step further. Get close to God in that time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's good. I think that's you know. I, I've, you probably the same way. I've talked to some people that are just they're just so anxious about mm-hmm. all that's going on, <clears throat> more so than they should be. Mm-hmm. And most of them would acknowledge that, uh, but they just they can't see how anything good's going to come out of it. <laughs> and uh, and then there's times where we just gotta, you know, we gotta call time out and say, listen, God's sovereign, and uh, we can trust Him. None of this surprises Him. Right. Uh, he's able to use even uh, He's able to use all things for good yeah. for our good. He's this good, and uh, and so David, in the midst of you know of running for his life, is able to to call that time out and right. say, let me just think about some things that are true. Yeah, and, uh, God, God, God's got me. Yep. In his right hand, and I can rejoice in that, and and uh, you know I shouldn't be rejoicing because I'm running for my life, but I am. I can rejoice in God, and uh, ultimately He holds me, and uh, nothing's going to happen to me unless He allows it, right. and uh, that that makes a difference in our lives. And I'll rejoice in the shadow of Your wings, man. The the protection that God has for us, uh, we can rejoice in that, and so I I'll really. Uh, appreciated this psalm last year, just last week, just studying it and um, thinking, you know, we can go through difficult times and still rejoice in God. Job did it. Yep. Here we see David do it. Uh, lots of others. Paul did it. Yeah. Joseph did it. I, I just, There's lots of examples. Yeah. You know, Joseph's sitting in jail. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, think of, all along the Bible, it's really... It's kind of comical when you sit back and think about how you all, I, and, and it's, this is my mentality. Like, I, well, and, and I, again, I'm speaking purely personally, where it's like, man, how does anybody go through this? And how does anybody, and then I go back through the Bible, I'm like, oh, these guys sat in jail for like yeah. a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy, you know, we're in Daniel. So here, I'll, I'll bring him back in. Can you, know, can you imagine <laughs> Daniel that night in the night then? What kind of worship no. service he might have had? <laughs> no. Well, and, you know, and we we talked about like I said this past week we did the fiery furnace and 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 I always laugh at the way Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answer the king. It's the yeah. most smart aleck answer in the Bible. They're like, we don't really have to tell you yeah. what we're going to do, but since you're asking, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not going to bow down to that statue, and you do whatever you got to do because yeah. God's going to either protect us or, but if He doesn't protect us, we're going to go to glory. So yeah. it's like, wow, that's a, I mean, that's a great attitude to have. I wish I had that attitude most of the time. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's one of those things, but you get example after example right here in the Bible telling you, yeah, you know, yeah. and to think that there's people out there, and especially now, you think there's people out there dealing with things and they get overwhelmed with stuff. I mean, you know, I've and that happens to people close to me, you know, that, that might even go to this church where you just get so overwhelmed with all this stuff, and it's like, hey, yeah, God's got you, God's got it under control, nothing is, nothing is, is surprising him. None of this is like, oh, caught him off guard. He's ready, sure. you know, and he's got it under control. And, and I think that this is a, a great example of just trusting him with, Yeah, I, I trust your plan, and I know that this what, what I'm doing is something you're, you're allowing this to happen, and I'll, yeah. 
eventually see the fruits of it. And so sometimes we should turn our pity parties into <laughs> just a, a praise section. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll lift my voice. I'll so I was going to tell you, hands, and I didn't get a chance to talk to you Sunday after church because you know we're, we're kind of hustling out of there. But when you tell people to get into worship and raise their hands, you don't have to add the part. Maybe you're not comfortable with that. Oh yeah, I don't. You have can to. leave that off. Yeah. Well, and just no. <laughs> Just do it, do it. And amen. Say amen every now and then. Come on now. I'm 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 waiting to see if anybody paid attention to your dancing a jig for Jesus this Sunday. Amen. When we come in. I would love to see that. I would love it. I would love it. You know what when in my first church this young lady, she wanted to come and I thought she was gonna sing, but she brought a little board, a platform. Yeah. And she was gonna sing a dance. And uh, it really, it shocked some people. Oh, yeah. And uh, I didn't expect it. But, you know, I just said, she she, she ain't doing that for us. Right. And uh, it was an act of worship. And, I, you know, I wish you know, I wish we could have a David show up one week. Well, you know, it, it, not me care too. what anybody else says. Just, well, you know, you think about the types of worship in the Bible. We'd actually did a study. There's a seven Hebrew word, pray, um Seven Hebrew words for praise at Tomlin and another guy did a book um, from Church of the City. And we went through it. It's a really good book to go through. It's got yeah. easy sections or whatever. And if you're looking for it, um, called Holy Holy Roar. That's the name of the book. If you guys are looking for a book that's e- an easy read and something that kind of gets you into worship. And it first starts off the book by saying, first of all, worship is not for me. And it's not for you. And yeah. it's not for everybody sitting in the congregation to be comfortable. Worship is yeah. for God. Yeah. So, you know, we need to do that corporately in a way to do it. Audience of one. Yeah, you know, but but they talk about um, the different types of worship, and and some of them people are shocked, you know, and they said, that's why our church keeps the the lights low, so if you want to spin around, (laughs) you can spin around, and which I thought was really, really cool, but... Well, David says, man, I'll I'll bless you as long as I live. At your name, I'll lift up my hands. uh, My lips will glorify you. Uh, And so, you you know, his wife, Michael, she didn't like it when he danced. Right. Uh, he didn't care. Tina doesn't like it when I dance either. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, Tina. Yeah. Amen. But you know, if you if you love the Lord and you need to uh, go all out and showing that sometimes, and go for it. Yeah. I ain't, who are we? Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, Jesus said, "If the you can praise me if you want to, if not, the rocks will cry out." That's right. Cause, That's right. And, uh, so we need, we need to. I mean, I'm not talking about going crazy just to arouse our emotions this is about worth and god was worthy of his lips his hands his attitude in the midst of crisis he he was david just said man i'm i think about his love and i gotta lift my voice and uh he's been so faithful and uh even when i wake up at night i, I just gotta think about how good he is yep. and, uh, I want to. I mean, I want to be that way, and, uh, and more, quicker than I. You know, I want to rehash everything sometimes at night and think about. I don't just want to think about God and say, "God, you got this." Yeah, and I think that attitude's health, and not, not just, <laughs> not not from a from a spiritual standpoint, but from a from from just for a general health standpoint. I mean, you look at this. And it, I mean, you see people getting really, really upset, losing friends over, over. Uh, presidential election and and things like that and um nick who used to be the the pastor here took something out of his sermon that said um that 
that love does not mean agreement. Yeah. It just means love. Yeah. It just means, you know, and forgiveness. And it doesn't mean I'm going to talk to this person until they agree with me or do we find it. No, it just means you just love that person regardless of how they think. And you may not agree and you may not, you know, and that happens sometimes. And I'm sure there's people inside yeah. of a church that don't have the exact same opinions. I'm sure. sure that you and I don't, we can find something probably we don't agree on. Yeah, probably 10 things. Yeah. We could pop off right now maybe. Well, I mean. It doesn't matter. I love you. Yeah, well, I love you too. Like I said, I, yeah. and I'm not, I don't expect you to change my mind. Maybe you can. You know, maybe yeah. you know something that I don't. And that's, that's a healthy yeah. back and forth. But regardless of what you say, I'm like, you know, yeah. or you come to me and say, hey, you know that song you played? That was terrible. Yeah. I don't like that. You know what I mean? And, that, and that's okay. And I have, yeah. you know. And, well, you, you know, I think we got this picture of the church as a family. Right. And, you know, you got lots of kids. You, you I do. understand that you all don't agree. Most but of, you're not most of the time. Them. Yeah. Right. But that doesn't mean I don't love them and I don't yeah. accept them. And we ought to have that kind of mentality that we, I mean, we can still, ultimately we're going to love each other even though we don't agree on everything. Huh. And uh, we, You know, that book, Unoffendable, it was helpful to me. I just, you know, somebody texted me something this morning and said, you know, maybe we should talk about this because I don't, and I'm like, dude, you, I doubt you can offend me. Right. Because we had to decide we we're right. going to be offended. Right. And we can decide... I'm not going to let just anything offend me. I'm not going to try to make this into something that's not. Uh, I think as believers, we right now, we had to intentionally be unoffendable. Unless there's something that's just so blatant that we can't. We, we, we've got to say something. But I had a pastor when I was a younger guy. And, and I, don't get, I, mean, I don't get offended too often. I mean, I, I get upset if my family's hurt or things like that. But, but as far as being offended, sometimes, yeah. you, hey, man, I don't really like your singing or guitar playing. Well, I, 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 get, I get that, you know. <laughs> you know, I understand. Th- things like that don't offend me. Um, but I had a pastor one time that said, if you're getting offended by some of these things, he said, maybe you ought to check your pride. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, I was, and when he said that to me, I was like, whoa. You know, that's a, that not, and not the good kind of pride. You know, it's the, that's the kind that if you're getting offended by, by this person or this, you know, this, that, and the other, maybe you ought to check your pride because maybe you're too, you're too prideful. And I thought, I was like, man, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. You know, that's a pretty good thing. Yeah. And there, there's some things right now, you know, in social media that, uh, you know, the flesh wants to voice your opinion on. Yeah. And I just, I, I, I don't, my opinion is no opinion because my relationship with you or whoever it is is more important than, than me voicing my opinion. And um, I think sometimes we just need to, I mean, it's okay to have an opinion and it's okay to voice it sometimes, but I'm, I'm not going to. Since you offend a brother just just because I want them to know my opinion. Well, since you brought that up, and it's kind of off the subject, but let me let me ask you a question. And somebody had asked me, if you see somebody who, well, well no, and I mean this is, a, I thought this was a really good question. Yeah. And and I answered it, and I want to see if you you would answer the same way. If you see somebody who, who 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 you believe aligns with your faith, Christianity, and you know that there's there's we've got a book of laws, right? You know, and things that we're supposed to do, and they post something on social media that doesn't seem to line up with what this book says. How did, how would Harold, how would Harold approach that? Yeah. Well, you know, I have done that a few times, usually a private message. That's, that's where I went and says, I love you. Mm-hmm. And I, this concerns me. Yeah. Let's talk about this. And no, I'm not judging you. Right. Sometimes I put, I love you. I'm not your pastor anymore, mm-hmm. but this concerns me. Right. And, uh, 
you know, Jenny and I have talked about that before, and, and a few times she said, ah, you probably shouldn't say anything. And I'm like, I, I feel compelled to well, I think because you I feel, still love them. We, well, and, I, I mean, and if it's me, I hope somebody reaches yeah. out to me like, hey, man, you, yeah. you know, maybe you ought to check your – yeah, and and generally it's it's a theological thing, you know, where I go out and yeah, and um, now I don't go looking for that. No, but I mean, you but, have one pop up on your news feed. Yeah. It's somebody that you, you that you care about that you spoke to, and, go, and you see something, you're like, man, you if know. somebody's losing their witness because they're just been out of shape over something that's mm-hmm. probably not a, a gospel issue, no. that I, I, I would try to say. But a private message, I'm not going to do it publicly. I mean, I think that's where some people mess up. They want right. to publicly want everybody to know. I've just a, I've just addressed Danny. Right. No, don't. You know, Matthew 18 said, go to him in private. Sure. And uh, so you you start off wrong to start with. I mean, our flesh wants to say, hey, I'm going to. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. I want to put him in his I've place. I've got a bunch of. I've had, don't, don't do <laughs> I've that. I've had a bunch of those the last month that I've been able to kind of go, yeah, you know, you're. Yeah. You're, I'm on your phone down. And I'm the same way. If somebody anymore. sends me something and says, be careful of this, I love you. I just, I don't, I'm not trying to stir you up, but mm-hmm. I just, I, I would, I would receive that and. I generally, what I told him, and he and he'd asked me specifically. He's got, I guess, somebody that he goes to church with, and I don't even know how it came. I was getting a haircut, I guess, but something he goes to church with that had posted something, and I said, "Well, I said, here's an easy way to do. It. You got a, you know, you got a text message." He said, "Yes." Yeah. I texted him and said, "Hey, man, can can you show me the theology on this so that I can see what I think about it?" Yeah. And that may open his eyes to the fact that, oh well, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. There's not really a theology. It's pretty much going all on emotion, yeah. you know, or whatever. And um, well, I think people will receive that if, for a couple of things, they know you care about them. Right. You're not and, doing it publicly, and you're not, you're not, you're not watching them every move they make, right. and you're not trying to catch them. Right. Uh, you, and and you're willing to get this log out of your own eye first. Sure. You know, sometimes, you know, we want to be okay with some of the silliness we put out there, and we don't. Yeah. But uh, so I think love private, and. Uh, and again, it's not something that you're you're always looking for. You're not you're not trying to correct everybody, right? Uh, but if you see someone that that you're concerned about them, I, I think, I, you know, I think the spirit kind of gives you some discernment on that. Because I mean, like I said, there's been times where I I didn't feel strongly enough about it yeah. to, to do it because I felt like it would hurt. Well, but, I find myself, yeah, you know, especially with like on Facebook, where, where all you see is this, that, and the other. I have to kind of pull myself back and go, is this going to be worth, Yeah, you know, is this going to be worth starting the conversation? Yeah. And it might not, you know, a lot of times it's not, it's like, you know what, yeah. just pass on by and, and you go on, yeah. you know. I um, can't, I, I don't do Twitter much anymore just because some people feel like they have to publicly address stuff <laughs> that doesn't need to be public. Right. I agree. Uh, it's sinful, I think. Yeah. Uh, but but everybody's got a following, right? And uh, that most of your friends probably see the same, and so they all affirm each other, right? And you're like, somebody needs to kind of tell them the <laughs> get truth. in here and say, and say for one thing, this shouldn't be. Right. Everybody and their brother should be able to read this, right? If if you had a problem with him or or that school or that, you you should have called him up, right? You shouldn't have put it on here, but but the you know I I've noticed times where my flesh is. Really wanted to, and and I did, and some most of the time, and I'm thinking you know, you've been fiery lately. You, that was, you put the Dukes up this Sunday, and you were putting your Dukes up, and now you're. But no, I mean that's a, I mean that's a legitimate thing. I mean especially today, where everyone has a voice that's got a phone, right? Yeah. I mean they've got a voice about something. 
they may be speaking to an audience of a hundred, or they may be speaking to an audience of five. But yeah. you know, when it's somebody you care about and you see something, you just go, "Ooh, yeah." You know, where's that coming from? Yeah, it's kind of you know. And and a lot of the things today, you, you can lose your your witness one side or the other, mm-hmm. and it's just not that important, right? And okay. uh, yeah, I, just not that important. Yeah, from my opinion. When we got we we went off on a tangent a little bit, but I thought it was an important. That's an yeah. important thing, you know. Um, it's a it's a it's a t- day where people are quick to. I, I mean, they're emotional. They're they're they want their opinion out there, and uh, I just don't think it has to be out there for everything. I mean, I wish that I wish <laughs> that my children thought my opinion was as important than some of my friends on Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wish that they'd look at that and, and you know go, oh, you know, or or somebody else's opinion. So you know, one of these people, and, and I always um, we talk about you know when it comes to social media and being responsible, and I, and I try, I really try to be. Sometimes I'll catch myself going, oh, I'm stupid. You know, I should have probably done that, but. Um, well, you can always make it right. By right. Saying, uh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, you know, when when my kids listen, and I and I I was like, well, I'm a music guy. You know, I've listened to rock and roll music and country music and all the way through. And uh, you'll get these guys get on the microphone, and I guess selling a million records gives you a you know a religious and political science degree. <laughs> so they'll get on here and start talking about this stuff. And I've had to make sure that when when my kids were coming up, I'm like, hey. That guy's got a microphone, and he's got a lot of people that follow him. And so he's got, in my opinion, has a huge responsibility. Yeah. So make sure if you hear something, you check that out. You don't just believe it because you're, because you know, your favorite rock singer did it, and, or and me. Yeah. You know, if I say it, absolutely check it out, do some research. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. You got to really, you got to really kind of pay attention. But that was um, that's kind of the answer I gave him. You know, I kind of said yeah. start with a text message. Don't don't jump on his, yeah, Instagram feed and start blasting him, but. Um, publicly rebuke you. <laughs> well, that was good. So, so David is uh, is on the run, but he's still praising God and worshiping yep. and doing all of those things, and uh, a good lesson for for all of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, what do we got going? On? Oh, one thing I wanted to ask you, and I'm just, I'm going to surprise you with it is. Um, when you were in the barbershop the other day, someone asked me, said, where's he always digging up these uh, Bible verses that he puts on there? Or just something that you're reading when you put them on the on Facebook and you put the post on there? No, I just, uh, usually every morning I just think about what what I'm thinking about. Okay. If I wake up at night, I think, you know, I, I try not to use the same ones, but. Well, I gave a smart aleck answer. Somebody asked me, he's like, he's always posting a Bible verse on the yeah. on his face. Where does he get those? And I said, from the Bible. Yeah. Well, there's, just a, lot, there's a lot of verses in there. <laughs> There's a lot of verses in there. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, but I didn't know if it was something. Maybe you, I just you know, started. You, I know you read a lot when COVID been, started, yeah. and I just uh, thought, you know, there's so much junk on here. I'm just gonna put a verse from God's word, and, and you know, it's not, I never try to put something just to just to put something. Just today, this is going. I'm not. I don't try to right. preach a sermon or anything. Just. You know, this week I've been using Psalm sixty three just because I've been trying to meditate on that a little bit, but no particular. Okay. No particular. Yeah, just I, I was just we were just wondering. Somebody yeah. asked me, I said, "Where's he get those?" I said, "Well, yeah. from the Bible, but I mean, it might be yeah. something that he's reading or something." Yeah. He's yeah well, sometimes if I, if, I, if I do read something and I hear one, I try to remember it for the next day. Once, I use it pretty quick. I forget yeah, about it. But, that's good. 
Are you reading any good books right now? Yeah, I, I started a Tozer book this morning about uh, pursuing God, and uh, I'm gonna try to read a chapter of that today. It's it's three books in one. Aggressive. It's uh it's three and it's a uh, knowing God, the will of God, and another one. But uh, that one, and then I just uh, finished a gentle and lowly, uh, and Who's gave that me by? Uh, Ray Ortland. Go pretty good. Yeah, it just gave me so many ideals for this series about uh, turn our eyes upon Jesus. Yep. And uh, this Sunday I'm going to be talking about sanctity of life, but uh, just something I something I read one time recently about uh, when Lazarus died. You know, Jesus was uh, moved with compassion, but the the language there is kind of angry, and yep. and then he wept, and so he had anger and comfort. And I thought, man, that's the way to that, that's that's how we should deal with some things we we should have a anger against evil but then compassion and be able to <laughs> jesus i mean we we're not jesus but but no. he he had anger over evil and yet compassion for those dealing with it he did and, well uh, we talked you know we talked about that as we were talking through it's really interesting because one of the people in my sunday school class was 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 i won't say disturbed but was somewhat troubled by in the in daniel when he goes to the aramaic and starts and writes the Aramaic part, and then they translate it. And it was just after you and I had talked about the translation of that word of, of Jesus being troubled, but but yeah. it should say angry. Yeah. And then uh, Jesus and Peter talking about each other and talking about the different kinds of love, right? So I said, you know, and we got on the, but it, it's really cool because, um, I was able to kind of talk through that with him and go, there's not really good English words for these yeah. and this kind of thing, you know, and, and and things like that. But you know, um. I have been reading the Francis Chan book that you recommended. It was really good. And um, that's a deep one. Forgotten guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it, it just gives you, it just kind of realigns um, your, your perspective of what the Holy Spirit is. And I think that, I mean, for me, some of the stuff he talked about in there and, and, and then gave scripture for it was like, well, I didn't really. Yeah. I guess I don't think about the Holy Spirit in that way, which is awesome. Yeah. But um, that is a good book. And then I'm, I'm still going through mere Christianity oh, yeah. by C.S. Lewis, which is a good book, but that's yeah. a heavy read. So I've been yeah. spacing that out some. Uh, so uh, Knowing God, I, I recommended that one on Sunday, Packer's book. Uh, man, if you really want to thirst and hunger for God, then so Packer's got that. That's a great book. Uh, John Piper, Desiring God. Yep. Uh, man, I've been years since I read that one, and it's a little deep and big, but, uh, you know, Piper helps us a lot in, in desiring yep. God. And so... Uh, some good books. That's good. So, what do we got going on at church? We got we men, men's breakfast Saturday. Men's bre- we had two baptisms. Two baptisms. Two baptisms. Yeah. We'll make sure we put those in there. That's that's two weeks in a row. Three baptisms yeah. total. Got a few other awesome. people talking about baptism. And, uh, so I said, I hope we have two or three every week. Wouldn't hurt my feelings any. Be awesome. Be awesome. We had a great crowd Sunday, and uh, I mean, a COVID, a great COVID crowd. We got over three hundred, and uh, I mean, it looked odd to. See that many people out there. We, Josh and I were second service. We came out, and of course, there was so much stuff going on. We had the men's breakfast video, and then they introduced the deacons, and then we had the baptisms and everything. So, you know, so in my mind, you guys can make fun of this all you want, but in my mind, there's 140 different things going on. What? When is this happening? When is this happening? And I looked out, and me and Josh, I walked over. I was like, there was a lot of people out there, you know, because you're just not yeah. used to seeing. Yeah, yeah. That we uh, we haven't been used to seeing that crowd, but it's awesome, you know, and you can hear them sing real good, and yeah. Yeah, real good stuff. And so, uh, praise the Lord for that men's breakfast, and uh, we've got some men's discipleship coming up, and the ladies got some stuff planned, and the married couples got some stuff planned, and uh, 
So it's all excited, and I, I'm just I'm loving this series on turning our eyes to Jesus. And this Amen. week we'll talk about Jesus' perspective on life and uh, its sanctity of life Sunday. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Should be good. Um, we got other stuff planned. Beth's got some things in the works for the kids, and February third, um, on Wednesday night, we'll have a little service for them. And, and when, when the praise team can figure out when it's safe of course we, we work are limited now because we can't go outside it's freezing out there so yeah. we can't do anything out there but uh praise team's working on some things uh the team has kind of approached me and said we need to yeah. we need to get to work which is great you know so they put a little pressure on me which i like so you know that Amen. means they're, at least they're th- you know their their heads are in the right place so yeah. that's awesome yeah. but uh yeah. i'm gonna praise out of here all, that right, sound? all right lord thank you so much for this uh opportunity to discuss all of the things that um that, that we were able to discuss today. Lord, thank you for David's example of, of, of having troubled times and, and, and being in a space where you're just kind of wandering and running and, and still taking the time to, <clears throat> to just sit and, and, and worship God and, and just be thankful and grateful for all of the blessings and all of the things uh, that he does and, and just, just be in awe of how powerful he is. We just appreciate that, Lord. And, and help us to just have that heart uh, as we go throughout the week. And throughout the month and all of these things that are going on in the world, Lord, just help us to have the heart to, to just remember that you're at the center of everything and that you've got everything under, under control and everything is working for our good. And we just appreciate that. Lord, we just want to lift up our prayer requests, those who are sick, um, recovering from COVID, Lord, uh, those who are going through cancer treatments, those who are just uh, uh, coming out of surgery, Lord, we just want to lift all of them up to you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.